0: Addicted to their devices. Hi, I'm Taino Benz, and this is Tech Life Balance, a show dedicated to raising awareness on the effects that digital technology is having on us, but most of all, helping you find that balance of using this amazing technology but still not being distracted from your life and what you want to do. Today's guest is Andrew Flatch, who is the founding director of Hatherley Foundation and Hatherley Press, which are both ventures pursuing a philanthropic agenda in health, education and environmental preservation. Hatherley Press is also the publisher publishing my upcoming book on tech life balance. So it's awesome to have Andrew on today. Thanks so much for agreeing and coming on the podcast, Andrew.
1: Oh it's it's my my honor to be here and to 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 share in the conversations you've been having.
0: So so today the theme we're talking about is digital well-being and resilience which was actually Andrew's suggestion and a suggestion that I warmly well welcomed. Um so so I thought Andrew that that I'll I'll start by asking you simply the it's not a simple question but what what does resilience mean for you? Because it's such a buzzword and means different things for different people.
1: Right. I mean, and there's and there's been a lot of development in the concepts of resilience over the decades. Um, you know, resilience to me um, uh, gives it's it's a, a sort of an inner strength, an inner capability to uh, to be able to manage. Uh, both yourself and your response to external factors in your life. But what resilience ultimately does is it gives you uh, a particular uh, framework in which to thrive in times of challenge, but also thrive in times that aren't particularly challenging. So, uh, you know, when things go well, you're ready. When things get difficult, you're also ready. And you know in our lives, there are many uh, things that are well beyond our control. And so being resilient doesn't mean to be a controlling person. What it means is to be able to understand what you can have impact over and what things you can't, and to be able to make choices around that understanding. That will be beneficial for you, and of course, for those you love. So it's a combination of both, you know, sort of internal uh, uh, skills, uh, character development, externals—the people in your life, your your career, uh, the world at large, stressors in the world, um, your emotional health and well-being, and then of course your physical health and well-being. So these all together work um, in synthesis to, to get, optimize your capabilities to, to be a resilient person. Mm. And as I said, you know, there, and as you said as well, I mean, there are many perspectives and it's been a very, um, you know, frequently used term, especially during the pandemic. And usually, uh, you know, what, it, what people do understand it to mean broadly is the ability to, to be be positively responsive, intelligently responsive to the challenges that we are faced with.
0: Great, um, great reply, Andrew. And I I think, especially I I, I love your point there about understanding what you can and cannot control because sometimes, like you say, it's been used so heavily during the pandemic. And I've sometimes felt, you know, when you say, Resilience and become a resilient resilient person I've felt during times when I've felt bad or felt down I've felt like oh am i not am I not being resilient and so I think that that internal thing of understanding what you can and cannot control and then what you do with it I think it's such an such an important aspect of it really um,
1: yeah and as a and as a publisher um you know we really have a long history of um, communicating around the themes of resilience. In fact, um, one of our newest titles we have just uh, released is a book on optimism. And I tell you, you know, I keep this on my desk and um, just open a page and pick out a quote. And the next thing you know, any negative attitude drifts away. So positivity, optimism. these are essential characteristics of the resilient person. And you know it's been a true truly uh, amazing experience to work with the kind of authors um, that we have who are experts in their their domains and how they uh, through their publications have really helped many, many people uh, find those inner that inner strength, that inner resilience, that that spirit of optimism and positivity, um, uh, you know, in in spite of challenges they're facing. Mm.
0: And and then of course, since we're talking about, you know, the theme of of resilience in the perspective of sort of digital technology and and wellness, I think Mm -hmm. that link is is really interesting. A A lot of these things that you say, I feel like digital technology can both sort of support and help you grow your resilience, but it can also be one of the factors testing you or, or stressing you or, or sort of, yeah, challenging you. Do you, do you want to speak a bit to that?
1: Well, sure. I mean, I think that, you know, considering those uh, resilience domains that I mentioned, you know, technology is in every single one of those domains. You know, so we have uh, our digital technology is how we connect nowadays. So it brings people to us, good people, and maybe people that aren't necessarily the people we need to be connecting with. But still, we are experiencing relationships through our technology. And then physically, uh, let's say if we're talking about diet or exercise or other activities, well, we can gain inspiration, right? We can get knowledge on better ways to eat. We can get knowledge on uh, workout routines or stretching or yoga, what have you. Um, We can also uh, use our technology to help meditate, improve our sleep. I mean, there's a tool. And then of course, you know, in the emotional regulation aspect, we can use our technology for uh, discovering ideas, listening to speakers, um, you know, uh, gaining new insights and 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 understanding of ourselves and the world around us. So uh, the technology is is present and as part of the whole life experience. But then, of course, um, it can drain us if we don't take a break from it. It can affect our sleep. So while it can help our sleep, it can uh, it can affect our sleep mm. if we are engaged too much in the technology in um, an endless search for whatever it is we're looking for or entertainment, um, it can take away from our physical activity, right? So uh, we can also, um, you know, infect our emotional health with very negative ideas, mm-hmm. with watching content on, on uh, let's say, streaming channels that is particularly dark and hopeless, um, you know, so we can bring and invite uh, sort of the, the antithesis or the opposites, I guess, the, 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 uh, the reverse of what would be a healthy and positive thing, we can bring that into our, our lives. And, and so we don't want to do that, but we also can become dependent on the technology as well, um, you know, just as uh, through habit, and how we, you know, how how we've become sort of acclimated to it, and you know, we hear the stories of phone addiction and these kind of things. So obviously, there are benefits, and there are um, concerns and and some drawbacks. But you know, it's about balance, and of course, resilience means having a balanced approach to your life too. So being wise how you use your time, be wise how you use your technology. Um, and and recognize that it's a tool, like like like, and use it like a tool, rather than use it um, as um, a a crutch of some kind to keep you, you know, from getting away and do, you know getting out and doing the things you should be doing. And and of course, you know, the idea of taking time in nature or, um, you know, having a time for your mind to clear itself. Uh, this is, you know, whether you do that at home through meditation or, or just out for a walk without your technology, these are very important things. These are very human things. And the technology can disconnect us in some ways from sort of the very basic aspects of, of, of being an ordinary human being, uh, as we were created and designed. Mm. So, so we just need to, to kind of find that sweet spot and, I believe I mentioned to you, You know, I did my own experimentation this way with, um, uh, you know, taking time out. I mean, and I try to do that through either running uh, and, I, and I don't bring technology except maybe a heart rate monitor um, to distract. You know, I, so I, I don't have anything in my head to distract me, I try to use that time. So I have time for my own thoughts, um, you know, I enjoy obviously things, uh, you know, like camping or backpacking as well, and and of course we want to bring some kind of device. So, you know, I swapped out, not swapped out, but I added to my technology collection a a very simple, um, what you, I guess, refer to as a dumb phone, but, you know, we call it a flip phone here or a burner phone for those who want to have a little bit of, um, you know, intrigue in their lives. But the uh, but the idea for me was uh, you know the connection aspect of things right we talked about that and in the world we use our technology to stay connected so that's a good thing. So you know we I had I have now a, a simple phone with basic phone capability, basic text capability And so if I want to take a break from the smartphone and all of the apps and and the other, um, you know, uh, technology, uh, you know, attractants that come with it. I'll just take the, um, the flip phone with me. And, you know, then at least if someone needs to reach me, the, the, my, my key people in touch, I have that they can re- ring out, they can call me, they can write to me. Um, and then um, can I, can I interrupt you know,
0: with a practical oh, question? yeah, please Go
1: ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead.
0: Do you have Forwarding call. Do you forward calls from your smartphone, or is it like a, a a separate number? And your closest connections have that number, so they know if if they can't reach you on your smartphone, they call the other number.
1: Yeah. So what I did was um, I don't you know, my my you know my closest people I have on the on the flip phone, and they know the flip phone number. Hmm. I've let them know in advance. Plus, what I do is on the um, smartphone, I do an auto reply on the text messaging, which would then give people uh, where to call me and say, you know, I'm away from my uh, device. I'll respond to you in a timely fashion. If you need to reach me, please call this number.
0: That's and so, then so good. Th-
1: then I can, they can call the the, the simple phone.
0: Hmm. Has Has there been any you know, what, what's, what's that experience been like, you know, on, on, on the positive side, but also have there been any, you know, interesting happenings of people trying to reach or have you missed anything or like, how, how has the whole thing been?
1: I think it was, um, you know, the, the, uh, the functionality is perfect as far as I'm concerned. I'm reachable and I can reach out. That's mm. the most important what was missing was music, and um, especially for driving. Mm. So I resurrected my um, iPod. <laughs> and it's, what's great is it's, of course, commercial free, and it's all the music I enjoy. And you know, it's, it's a device that only does that one thing. I know it's mm. a little bit taking a step back, but it solved an important problem, which is music, and I really love listening to music. And I think that, to me, music is something that gives me uh, positivity, gives me uh, emotional release. So it's important to have. So without the music, I felt somewhat deprived. Um, And then once I resorted to go back to the old um, iPod style of, of, of music, then I felt I had solved that that important need for me. So, but no, I think it, it really, um, I didn't see any, any disruption whatsoever um, in people reaching me or my ability to reach out to people. And I actually, what's interesting is I did check in with people. So, you know, I spoke to some of my closest ones and I asked them before I went off and, you know, without technology, I said, well, how do you feel about my being unreachable, and they all really felt that they needed to be in touch. So that's why I invested in this simple phone. And I think that's, I think that's the best way to describe it is rather than a dumb phone, let's call it a simpler phone, simple phone. And the simple phone then becomes my, you know, my lighter accessory communication device as needed uh, for emergencies and 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 for people to to reach out if they need. Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to call it smart, a dumb phone because it's kind of, you know, in the media, it's, it's been described like that. And I guess it's the opposite of a smartphone. But I have another suggestion. Let's call it a phone. And let's call mm. a smartphone a supercomputer of pocket size. There you go. <laughs> there you go.
1: So, yeah. yeah so, so, so it's, it, you know, I, I do use it as, you know, an adjunct to, you know, my supercomputer, um and and it really works out very well mm. because i feel comfortable that i can reach people and be reached and yeah and so then again back to, let's go back to the resilience cycle i mean i think that you know uh the supercomputer you know can really be used helpfully and harmfully mm. and so I think though that it is important, in, you know, and you know, think about you know going through the pandemic and the challenges of the pandemic, and the fact that our our supercomputer uh, was able to um, really provide the information and knowledge and news and updates and the kind of thing we were needing. Of course, we can become very fixated on. Mm. Um, consuming too much of that negative or concerning news, um, which can make us feel in some ways, uh, perhaps uh, less hopeful. Mm. And um, so I think it is important to have the discipline to take a break, mm. even if there are difficult things going on around in the world. I think um, the fact that, you know, the the smartphone can give you a 24-7 um, uh, feed and information and opinion. Uh, it can be very, um, draining to the mind and the body. So I do think it's important for us to develop better habits around the technology as well. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and, and of course, you know, this is really the, 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 you know, one of the, one of the core aspects of your work, is to help people. I mean, I I believe we shared earlier um, today around a study that showed that even giving up one hour of time on your smartphone uh, gives you as much benefit as if you abstain from using your smartphone completely. Mm. So you know the idea that we can take even just a one-hour break or find some alternative activity for one hour. Um, and if of course if like if you want to do that activity outside and go for a walk so much the better and if you need to be connected use a simple phone or a basic phone um, but still find ways in your day to take a break from the technology to really separate yourself and see the benefit and you'll find that by putting that device down you'll replace that activity of scrolling or watching or reading on the smartphone, you'll replace it with something more productive, more healthy, more valuable, even mm. if it's just sitting on a bench in a park, breathing fresh air and enjoying nature.
0: Mm. So yeah. yeah, I I I think it's it's spot on, Andrew, and and I've got two two thoughts. One connecting to what you just said about, you know, seeing what we, and which was my comment on your post there as well on, on LinkedIn, um, which was seeing what we, what we get from being, you know, smarter with our technology use rather than what we're giving up instead of, and I do this with the kids as well, you know, if, 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 um, instead of seeing something as restrictive, focus the attention on, on what they are getting. So let's say they want to, I don't know, have candy or watch the TV, instead of just saying, no, you can't do that, no, you can't do that. I go, hey, what about instead we go out and go on the trampoline, or I can read any book you want, or we can build a Lego thingy? And and I think it's the same thing here that instead of, you know, oh, do I have to give up social media or oh, do I have need to, you know, put down the phone, flip it around and say, if I had half an hour or an hour extra a day. What would I do? And then I think, or m- many, many people that I've talked to, what comes up if you ask that question, hey, here's a f- you have 25 hours in your day, what do you do with that hour? Very few say, I go and scroll social media, but instead I go, oh, um, talk to a friend, maybe even call a friend. So it, it can actually be, you said, putting the device down, which I think is great, but it can also be using it to and and this is sort of tying into my second thing about resilience, you know, using the technology to build it, like you said, how what makes me, I guess one of the central things is thinking about what makes me feel good, what makes me happy, what makes me, you know, content. And maybe it's going outside, maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's calling a friend, you know, maybe it's watching a YouTube video of, you know, that I'm a basketball fan. Maybe I watch a basketball video, but not 15 of them until I'm, you know, totally a zombie. Um, and, and again, connecting to resilience. How how can I use technology? And and both you and I are, are passionate about sort of, you know, I think turning things positive and and also here like how can we use technology to build resilience um and and i agree with you on the for example news in taken now being in sweden and quite close to ukraine it's been as in the whole world a, a lot of you know news about that and i think you know yes it's it's important to be um aware of what's going on but not 24 7 and like you said with covid i had people you know, updating every 10 minutes on death tolls and and stuff. Um, And instead I'm thinking, okay, how can I use technology to, to become more resilient? Um,
1: And I'll give you an example. Yes. Uh, There, in fact, on my phone is an app, a resilience app. Really? And it was developed. Yeah. It was developed by a group out of uh, New Zealand called the Resilience Institute. Now they're based out of Europe. And, uh, Basically, they put together a sort of a tool set for individuals. Um, mostly they work with, um, with businesses and, and teams of uh, work groups. But, uh, you know, in the application itself, you can open it, you can do meditation, you can track your activity day to day in terms of uh, your physical activity, are uh, learning specific learning videos so you can gain knowledge about what is resilience and and techniques on how to uh, manage your well-being. Uh, There are uh, guidelines on on doing uh, breathing, uh, ways to uh, combat uh, uh, negative emotions with positive and constructive emotions. I mean, so there's a perfect example of uh, an organization that has developed an app for the smartphone, for the supercomputer, that gives you a tool set for improving your well-being and your resilience.
0: Mm. Have you used and it? And a lot of it has.
1: I do. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's very. What I like about this particular app is that it's um, it's very simple. I mean, it's not overly uh, enticing. It's actually just quite, um, uh, you know, effective without complexity. And in many times in our lives, you'll find that the simpler things are, they turn out to be the most profound.
0: Mm.
1: So I've, in this,
0: mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bit I I I I love the idea. I'm still a bit torn about well-being apps. I I. I I well no let let me rephrase it. I think for some people I think it's great. I think may, maybe for people who have a feeling of discipline and so on, but I've also had some people who, you know, get a meditation app or breathing app or maybe resilience app.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the issue is still they have a challenge with smartphone overuse and then having the app in the smartphone, it's 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 like I don't know, I can't think of a good analogy, but, you know, on the way to opening the, me- oh, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to open a meditation app. Oh, a notification on Facebook. And then, you know, I, I, later- I
1: totally, I totally understand. But of course, you know, you have to, you know, you have to fight the battle where the battle is. Mm. And so the people are on the phones, they're on the devices. So that's where you can help them.
0: Mm.
1: And if, if the benefit from that engagement on the app, uh, in the phone, uh, leads to better emotional health and well-being and emotional regulation to give people the opportunity and the ability to put the phone down and to focus on other aspects of well-being in their lives, then it succeeded. Mm. So again, you know, it's part of a process of, mm. of, of growth and enrichment. Mm. And that's why, I mean, that's the beauty of the internet too, is that you know, you have uh, you know, people that want to deplete whatever it is you have, deplete your focus, your energy, your attention, mm. your resources. But there are better angels out there mm. on the internet as well, who really want people to do well and mm. want people to be healthy and to have healthy minds and bodies. So, mm. you know, they're, they're, they're in there as well. They're in the mix. And yeah. so you need to just identify those um, organizations and individuals, and if and you know, I mean, I think you can also know by, by the, the approach and the style of the of the app or the content. You'll know if it's if it's taking you down the right path or the wrong path. Mm. If it's giving you strength and insight and uh, better ways to understand yourself and your experience in this world then that's a good thing. Mm. So I think, you know, you can find wisdom. I mean, some people will choose a physical book. Others Mm. will do uh, in-person lectures. Others will go to coaches or therapists. Mm. Um, But some will turn to the technology. So there can be, as we said, you know, there's positive Mm. uh, to be found on on the phone, on the smartphone. Mm. There's positive to be found. You just need to be discerning as you go through and utilize the technology. And I think Mm. that's a key thing. And discernment is really, it's a developed skill that we all all will benefit from, from having. Mm. To make good choices, to be aware of potential risks and dangers and to steer clear from those kind of uh, spots.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a good, point and I mean I use as you as you very well know and you do as well I use social media and Mm -hmm. and, you know digital technology to spread these messages so that's also Mm -hmm. fighting the Mm -hmm. battle where the, the battle is and and you're right that it every every place where we can do this physical books um apps um podcasts you know all all these different things that will Uh, meet different people's needs and Mm -hmm. and like you say you know if you look in the smartphone having a resilience app and a meditation app sort of maybe weighs up a bit the 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 other apps that maybe take your attention more so um is, is there is there anything so so i think it's it's been really interesting hearing your thoughts on this and and especially i mean your thoughts in general on resilience and also practically your thing about the um, simple phone or flip phone, which I find mm-hmm. so interesting. And, and you could see as, you know, going, like you said, with iPod, going back in the techno- technological evolution. But it's also a mm-hmm. realization that actually the, the functionality that I'm after, I can get that in a better way from... The combination of or in certain in certain times when you when you only want to be you know reachable and have music, you choose that and, and other times you'll you'll choose a smartphone. Um, and su- summarizing our conversation, we've talked about you know what what is resilience, how can we how does technology how, how does technology challenge us, but also how can we use technology to build resilience. And one example was this resilience app. And another tying back to something you said in the beginning, you know, thinking about what people do we surround ourselves with, which I think is also great. I have some people around the world who I turn to in, in hard times. And I know that technology mm-hmm. is the only thing that, that can connect me to them unless I want to write a, you know, write a letter to them. But that, that takes a bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are there any other, you know, the, the pod, title of the podcast and, and the book is, is Tech Life Balance. And 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 with our whole conversation, I feel like has been around balance and, and how digital tech can go both ways and how resilience, yeah, how it can challenge you, but also build your resilience. Are, are there any other things, maybe connecting to your, you know, you're very active in in Outward Bound and skiing and scuba diving and, and a lot of outdoor mm-hmm. stuff. Is there anything you, you feel like you can relate to with with technology there? Or like um, on- well, I
1: think you know there is certainly again you know you can use it uh, your smart device or your desktop computer or laptop to to research trips or to learn about equipment. So you can gain a lot of knowledge, and you can make plans, and you can, you know, access, you know, all the resources you need. So I think if you know where you're heading, you can make the choices and do, you know, go to the places you need to go, to get the things you need on that journey, and that's certainly acceptable uh, use of that technology. It's really just the mindless, time, con- you know, sort of like the time wasting. And also negative absorption that can weigh on us, that can take away from our spirit. And I think that's where we need to be careful. But like you're saying, you know, with the flip phone, simple phone, something for music, like an MP3 player and a book, a good book, you're ready to go on a little bit of a road trip. And that's really all I need to 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 sit down in, in a coffee shop and enjoy the day or. You know, getting out, you know, just uh, being free of, of the the devices mm. that can be distracting or otherwise um, time, time consuming, mm. uh, you know, shifts from what our main focus should be. So I think, I mean, I think the best takeaway would be is that, you know, we're given 24 hours a day. And how do you want to use that time? And use it wisely. Um, you know, you can use it for rest. You can use it for socializing. You can use it for growth, through learning. You can use it for productivity through your work. Uh, and of course, you know, you know a few other other ways to enjoy it. But the point being is that use your time well, use it wisely, use it for your growth and development. And become a more resilient person through those activities. Mm.
0: I, thank you, Andrew. I I will get out and get a get a flip phone. You've inspired me because I quite often Great. leave the phone, the smartphone behind. But then you know my family can't reach me. But so they, I'll they, do they that need to reach you they and, and to let you know you. how I go and and maybe Good. share it on the podcast too. Could I for en- ending this this chat and this podcast podcast episode? Could I please ask you to read a quote, any quote from the book you just showed me there? Since you had it right there, I think that'll be a nice ending.
1: Okay, and and this is one of my favorite quotes that I just opened to. Optimists and pessimists die the exact same death, but they live very different lives. Mm. And that's from Shimon Perez. And I think that tells a lot. You know, like I said, we only have we have 24 hours in a day. We have so much time on this earth. The attitude you bring to that time will, is, you know, will make the difference between living with joy or living in misery. So make your choice.
0: Great, very insightful. Thank you so much, Andrew. Really enjoyed this this talk, and I think um, yeah, other people will enjoy uh, listening to it as well. Good.
1: My pleasure.
0: Thank you. Andrew and his team at Hathely Press have published some amazing books. So make sure to check out Hatherleycommunity.com where there's um, everything from... Saying goodbye to plastic, to diets, to um, boot camp exercises, recipes, everything. Um, and his work with the foundation you can find at hatherlyfoundation.org. And if you want to connect with Andrew you can do so for example on LinkedIn. Andrew Flatch. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always feel free to get in touch. And um, hope wish you best of luck on your journey towards tech life balance. Bye.